1: A.K.A. Radio Red in the House. Happy to be here. Welcome to everyone. Thank you to our engineer, Josh. And before I introduce my guests, I want my three beautiful, handsome, wonderful guests to do a favor for me. We have to do a shout out to LLL. So I'm going to say on the count of three, just say hello, LLL. You ready? Marie and Tim and Melissa. One, two, three. Hello, Hello, LLL. Now, LLL is lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener. Mm -hmm. And I have started a fictitious GoFundMe campaign because we want her to move to London. She lives in Whitestone, New York, and it starts with a W, and that doesn't fit with the L alliteration. So she will email me right after the show and tell me how much she loved all three of you, and she'll tell me what she got from who you are in your book or your presentation, whatever you're gonna do. So, LLL, Thank you very much for listening and being here. We have a couple guests in the waiting room here on Zoom. I will announce them later on. I have three guests for you. And as my loyal listeners, my other loyal listeners also know, I meet about 99% of my guests at the National Publicity Summit, which thankfully has been virtual for quite a few months now. I think I've already tended four, usually two a year when I lived in New York in person at the Hotel Penn in Manhattan. We don't do that anymore. I'm in Durham, North Carolina. All I have to do is check in on Zoom for five hours and I get to meet fabulous people like the three wonderful creatives I'm about to introduce you to. This is a show where we just talk about creativity. I get to introduce you to interesting people who have a different approach to life. They might be more creative, more poetic, more scientific, more passionate, more excited. They find a way of looking at life, at their lives, at our lives in some way, and they share it with us. Whether it's it's through a book, whether it's through music, whether it's through film, something they do through art, they are my creatives. And I have three very different creators today. I never match my guests for what they do, for what they've done, for who they are. I love to mix it up. So I'm calling the show today, Creativity Sparks Miracles. Hmm. I'm not going to tell you what the miracle is till the end of the show because I don't want to cry. I did have a miracle. Okay, so we'll leave it alone. Let me tell you who my special guests are just very briefly. We have Marie J. Brown. I call her a visionary. It wasn't in her bio, Marie. I'm calling you a visionary. She's an author and a photographer, and Marie has written and photographed seniors, she calls them a community often overlooked and forgotten. And her book is called The Beauty Within, The Other Side of Trauma. And it's a collection of photos, of makeovers. I'm going to hold up the book. This is not Marie's picture, but Marie J. Brown, <laughs> The Beauty Within. And she, Marie, your picture should have been on the front of the book, honey. It really should have, because you're gorgeous too. Marie has done makeovers. We'll show some later, Marie. Makeovers of people who had some trauma in their life. It could have been a loss of a child. It could have been a loss of something on their body. It could have been a loss of a job or family or a home. Something happened to them physically, spiritually, socially, that left them with a trauma they had to get past. And Marie took them and gave them a makeover. And what you see is not just a prettier or more handsome person. You see a revelation, a reflection of the beauty within. I told Marie, I cried when I read her book. I really, really cried. Marie, it is absolutely stunning. So bravo to you. Marie, just quickly say hello to everybody.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you for your prayers.
1: Well, (laughs) your, your book is a prayer for people who need help seeing what they really are, who they really are. So thank you for being here, Marie. Let's move on to Melissa Gabriel. Melissa is a psychic medium. We got to find out how those two words go together. She's a spiritual healer and the founder of an organization called Angel Connection. She uses clairvoyance, that's seeing, clairvoyance, clairaudience, hearing, audio for audience, and clairsentience, For feeling to help guide people. She has a short story collection, Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave of Medium's True Experiences. Melissa, I can't put words in your mouth because I don't even know what a psychic medium is, but I hear it all the time. Why don't you just briefly tell us what exactly it is you do? Melissa, welcome.
3: Welcome. Thanks, Red, for having me on here. So as a psychic medium, um, a a psychic typically picks up energies from the earth plane and interprets them that way. Where a medium, we connect directly with spirits and have conversations with them. Um, I do a little bit of both. Um, when I do a reading, it's a see, hear, feel, know kind of process. So spirits work with me very creatively It give me visions, or sometimes they hear music um, to get them to get the message
1: to the person that they're trying to get a message to. So, Melissa, if I wanted to hear from a relative who had passed, I would ask you to connect with them, to talk to their spirit, and to tell me what they said. That's how it would work? Absolutely. Yes. Interesting. We're going to be hearing a lot more from you. Just tell me, how did you come up with Angel Connection? What? What is it a company? Is it a business? What, what does it do? It is a business, um, and I do do
3: readings. I teach classes and workshops, um, anything to do with um, growing as a spiritual person, um, helping people with grief, that sort of thing. Um, I had a miracle that happened. My liver failed. And Mm -hmm. the doctors said they didn't expect me to survive the next 24 hours. Um, And then here I am today. And this is this is part of the reason why I call it Angel Connection is because I truly believe it was the angels that healed me. Um, The doctors can't explain why I'm still here today.
1: Sometimes the miracles cannot be explained. We, we've established that. Thank you. For, and that's Absolutely. why they're a miracle. Thank you, Melissa. Tim, sure, waiting yeah. patiently. Tim, on one of my business shows, I said to the third guest, and Bob is waiting patiently, and Bob it was his turn to introduce himself, and he said, I'm not patient. I thought you forgot about me. When were you going to bring me on? I said, "Okay, Bob, <laughs> calm down." So, Tim Sherwin, I'm telling you, you're patient. Tim is an interesting gentleman. He's the president of Sure Success, and it's spelled S H U R R. I love that, Tim. You really took advantage of the name. He is a hypnotist, and I warned you when I met you at the summit. Don't you try that on me. I have not done well with hypnosis, so we're not going to do that today. Don't you swing, Melissa? Don't get your pendulum out swinging because I know you use that. And Tim, don't give it to Tim because <laughs> I. I don't want to go anywhere else. Tim okay. helps people lower anxiety, break bad habits. That's what we're going to talk about, Tim, and excel in business and life. And he has something called One Belief Away Method. He's the founder of the Legend Summit. He'll tell us about that in a second. And of the How to Be Mesmerizing podcast. Am I mesmerizing yet, Tim? Sure. Tell me.
4: Red, you are the definition of mesmerizing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can stay on the panel then. That's fine. Tim, tell us a little bit more about what you do, please. What What is Sure a Success and what do you teach people?
4: Thank you. It's such an honor to be with you on your show and to Thank be you. with this extraordinary panel. So I'm honored. Thank um, you. I've been helping people for the last 26 years take the tiny little pieces of their heart and put them back together again after mm. they've gone through a variety of different traumas, whether it was physical, sexual, verbal abuse of all kinds. Uh, I worked with so many veterans over the years and people who have felt like for whatever reason, they just were not good enough. And I found that that's the biggest human fear that we have is that I'm not enough. And because I'm not enough, I won't be loved. And so after decades of walking around in people's unconscious minds, I figured out the cure for insecurity and anxiety and solving that issue and helping people know that they are enough. And so that's what I do.
1: Well, thank you very much. Very, very interesting. And it's the belief system that hangs people up, isn't it, Tim? It's things things we learned, we thought we learned that we thought are valid. That's a that's something you say in your book is uh let's see, let me you say beliefs are opinions. Everybody listen up. Beliefs are opinions you feel are correct, valid, or Accurate typically form in three ways through heightened emotional experiences like an OMG, repetition, or misinterpretation. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But who who are your clients, Tim? Who do you offer these services to? This help?
4: Well, I've worked with people from all kinds of cultures and backgrounds, whether it was high powered uh, CEOs or it was um, somebody who wanted to lose weight or it was someone who was struggling with procrastination. I've worked with kids. My oldest client was 90 years old, Tempest. So I've worked with a, a range of uh, people, and what I've learned is that it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter what you've been through, it doesn't matter what shows up. What matters is how you show up. And we have magic inside of us. We have miracles that we can create and tap into. And I'm so excited for the show today.
1: Thank you very much. Now, Tim, am I going to need help if I say we'll talk more about that later? Is that <laughs> is that procrastination? <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: No, no, that's. I had <laughs> that to throw- just. You are a seasoned pro so you're just doing your thing. <laughs>
1: you're you're a dear. You're too kind. Marie Brown, I I was so I'm so enamored of your book and by the way Marie has Diane and Wade and Nancy watching us here on Zoom. They're Cameras are muted. Their audio is muted, but they're here. I haven't had a guest invite people to watch her or him be on the show like this, Marie. And I'm very honored that you invited them. So a shout out to Nancy Tyler and to Wade and Diane Lamming. I'm happy to have you here, and we're we're glad that you're watching. Marie Brown, tell us a little more about how you. I I didn't ask you when I first introduced you because I'm just so excited about your book, just gorgeous. And we'll show a little bit in a few minutes. Marie, how did you get into photography? Because that's what you do. And where did you come up with the idea? to offer makeovers. And seriously, when I met you at the summit, you told me you do senior makeovers. I said, "Why do seniors need makeovers?" You know, so they got some wrinkles. So they're a little bit older. So they're not as as tight around different parts from here to here. And and I didn't understand until I learned more about you. So and your makeovers are spectacular. Just spectacular. So, Marie, where did this all come to you? Give us a little history, please, of Marie Brown. Just a little bit of
2: history, okay? Yes. These are the ones that scrub floors all day and with very little money, they somehow made a way. These are the ones that use their minds to make things work during hard times. They cook meals that were so delicious, it would absolutely blow your mind. They work like farmers tilling the ground and they gave to others all around. These are the ones that were beaten and abused. They were passed over for promotion and then misused. They walked for miles when buses didn't come their way, but they somehow showed up for work each and every day. When they walked in the room, they greeted the crowd. They never walked in too arrogant nor too proud. Excuse me, when you go to their house, you know what they'd say, take a seat, (laughs) rest your feet and have something sweet to eat. See the wrinkles on their face, it's not because they live in disgrace, These are marks of wisdom and true. These are marks. (laughs) These are the ones who made sacrifices for you. So when I saw these people, I knew that there was something behind their story, their face. And um, they just wanted me to make them up. And when they were made up, you could see the glow on their face. They would actually transform right before your eyes.
1: I hope I'm holding this up. Okay, Look at this makeover. Wow. Beautiful. Is this something?
2: Wow.
1: Is this, the, this is the, something? Look at this. And and her, the line. You're going to tell us, Marie. Could tell her us. Her
2: mother is 83. And she thought she was so cute that she got married last year during the pandemic to her sweetheart. Her high school sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. 83.
1: I want wow. you to see this. Amazing. Look at this gentleman.
2: Can you see? So I have all races nice. and men and women inside the book.
1: Look at the before. Can you see it now? We got can it on camera? camera? There we go. Yes. I'm trying, trying to hold it the best I doing can. Doing good. You're I'm doing try, good. I'm trying. I'm going in the wrong direction, the right direction. <laughs> there oh, I you- am. Okay, we got it now. We got it now. I'm trying to look over the top of the book. Yes. Qu- Who is this gentleman, Marie? Tell us about him.
2: That is Robert. He um, was given away at age three months. Um, his mother just walked off and left him. And he was raised by a white woman in Alabama And until he got 12. When he reached age 12, she um, died. And in Alabama, being black, he was not on the best side of the street. Mm-hmm. So he walked from Alabama to California and he met that first girl that you showed. That's his wife, Crystal.
1: Get out. <laughs> wow.
2: That's amazing.
1: I, I, yes. just, I just randomly picked those two pictures out of the book. Oh, it's, I, it's, I, I it's don't a, have that bookmarked. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is his
2: wife. Um, she was given away as a child when she witnessed her mom and dad in a fatal car accident. Her family gave her up to Camarilla, the mental institution. Yep. And um, she found Robert at a group home and they met and married. They've been married now for 33 years.
1: Marie, wow. what kind of camera do you use? Is it, is it a, an iPhone camera? Is it a I'm not going to believe it. And Tell I shouldn't me. be holding this up, but this is a galaxy.
2: I had a S10 feeling. and I, my daughter's gonna get so mad at me, she says, you know, you should get you should grade up. You should grade up. You should have the iPhone. I said, Well, it's working for me. And I have seven really top-notch cameras from icons to yep. um Nikons to Canons. Yeah, I do, but I use yep. the
1: F- absolutely hmm. fascinating. I, I have a guest who has been on my show several times over the past few years who went through his phone book on his phone and decided to pick people to find out where they were at the time that he looked them up and to go photograph, video them in their environment, whether he lives both in New York and in San Francisco. So coast to coast, he would go to where they are, to a park or a museum or somewhere, and do a video, I think about 30 minutes, and then he reduced it to, I believe, 90 seconds. And he has a website called The Humans in My Phone. Humans in my phone. I got to look it up. Look it up. Look it up. I will look it up. It's Gregor Collins is his name. G-R-E-G-O-R, Gregor Collins. And uh, he's also a very interesting author as well. But it's a fabulous technique. And I I thought of you, Marie, that you would enjoy that. So I tell you what I want to do. I don't usually do this this early in the program, but I'd love to do it. Let's just do a couple of celebrity birthday shout-outs, if you all don't mind, okay? There's quite a list of people who were born today. Uh, The oldest one I found is Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett, the iconic actress, comedian, groundbreaker, wonderful human being who has regaled us with skits and sketches and humor and love and red hair for how many years? She's 87 today. Everybody say happy birthday, Carol happy Burnett.
0: Birthday. Happy, happy
1: birthday. Carol. And there's a comedian who used to be on the show, The King of Queens, and he's done a lot of, I think it was a mall cap. It's Kevin James. He's 55 today. That to me says he's all grown up. I heard. I read somewhere that he gets something like $100,000 in appearance when he does a comedy on stage, when he goes to, to prepare it for a group. I Hey, I should have stuck with stand-up comedy. What can I tell you? Uh <laughs> Let's see, uh, rhythm and blues singer Maurice Williams. I can't remember what he sang, but the name is familiar to me. 82 today. Dwayne Eddy. Remember Dwayne Eddy with his twangy guitar? Okay, Dwayne Eddy is 82. He and Maurice could, Williams could be brothers from a different mother. Bobby Rydell <laughs> from the old disc, the Clark rock and roll days. Bobby Rydell is 78. Uh, let's see who we've got here. Duran Duran's rock musician Roger Taylor is 60. Well, he's getting to be a grown-up there. Uh, Nyambi Nyambi intrigued me. He's 41. He was on Mike and Molly. <clears throat> he was, I think, the guy behind the, the coffee shop counter who, when, when Mike and Molly, yes, he was a very interesting guy, but he's also an investigator on The Good Fight. And, and his name is Jay DePersia. Very good actor. Very interesting. Stana Caddick. Does anybody know who Stana Caddick is? She's 40 today. Anybody know her name? Okay. She was Detective Kate Beckett on Castle, the love interest of... I love Nate Castle. Billy. Castled, she was the love interest, and she well eventually over the years. Stana Katic is her name, and the young woman who plays agent—you can tell the kind of TV shows I watch—Agent Eleanor Bishop on NCIS. Emily Wickersham is all of thirty-six. So happy birthday to all of those! If you're famous, oh Jet Lee. I think he did a lot of ninja stuff in one of the one of the action movie, right, Tim? Yes. He's, he's 57, so happy birthday as well to him. And there are lots of other people, but those are the ones I picked out. So happy birthday to all of them. I want to do a couple of holidays, but before I do the national holidays, I want to go around the table and ask the three of you, What does creativity mean to you? Do you consider you wake up and you say, Oh, I'm a creative person. I'm gonna have a creative day. I'm gonna do something that's gonna show the world what creativity really is. Is it something that's in your in your blood, your DNA? Is it something you learned, something you thought about? Tim, did you say, Oh, I'm gonna take a creative approach to helping people get past these (laughs) beliefs they've had, and I'm gonna do it with my book, and I'm gonna work with some famous people on the book, and I'm gonna be did you just say, hey. I think this is something people need. Tim, let's start with you, okay? Because you were third when I introduced you. Let's start with you. Tim, what does creativity mean to you? Are you a creative person or am I wrong in having you on the show? I'm sorry,
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, you are very wise in having this panel. And so, uh, yeah, I I don't know that I walked around thinking, you know, I'm creative. I think that what I do is I'm like, where are people struggling and what tools do they need and how do they want to receive that? the tools that they need. Because a lot of times people are trying to solve a problem, but they're solving the wrong problem, which is why it's not getting solved. And so, you know, usually people buy what they think they need and then we give them what they really need, (laughs) you know? So, uh, you know, if you want to lose weight, people think they need some magic diet. But what you really need are to change the beliefs that are making us feel like we're not worthy or we're not valuable or we're not enough. And because of that, we try to change how we feel by turning to food. So when you uh, really focus on upgrading those beliefs, then that's where the real magic happens. And so um, I'm always thinking, how can I add more value? How can I connect and create a message that people are going to be able to resonate with? And then how can I provide as many resources as possible for, you know, because some people like to read, some people like to listen, some people like more immersive experiences. And so uh, that's where my creativity comes from.
1: Interesting. And would you say that you were very creative when you came up with the name of your book, One Belief Away? I find that creative because it's almost a play on words. One belief away from having beliefs that aren't going to stop you. Am I on the right track with that, Tim?
4: You are. But creativity is being open and coachable, you know, and and being open to what the universe is going to share with you because my original title was Surviving to Thriving. And I had a friend, Randy Gage, who said that's like one of the top five worst titles you could ever use. (laughs) And I'm like, OK, Randy. And so I pulled it back and then uh, came up with one belief away. And he said, that's much better. And that's so a winner. <laughs>
1: yeah. definitely a winner. So I applaud you on your creativity there. Tell me, what is the How to Be Mesmerizing podcast? Of course, that's a very sexy title. What does it mean? What do you do on your podcast? Tim? Who gets to be on your podcast? Oh, ladies, listen up. Go ahead. Yes.
4: Jim. Thank you. So um, mesmerizing, I picked that word from Anton Mesmer, who be, hypnosis before it was hypnotism, it was called mesmerism and people would get mesmerized. And so um, I, I decided I wanted to do a show where people were mesmerized and, and it was a throwback to uh, Franz Anton Mesmer. And so uh, as far as the people that I interview, Uh, I wanted to be a a more effective speaker. One of my mentors was Zig Ziglar. And so I wanted Mm -hmm. to to be a a great speaker. And I thought to do that, you have to surround yourself around people like that. And so I started interviewing um, all the Hall of Fame speakers in the world. And uh, that's how I ended up putting together my Legends Summit and having Bob Proctor and Brian Tracy and Les Brown and Willie Jolly and Patricia Fripp and all these, Dennis Waitley, all these legends of the uh, speaking world and self-help movement.
1: Thank you very much. Very, very interesting. So you are you are using creative ways of approaching the information and messages you want to share with people. You're 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 coming at it from a creative way and you're getting people to listen to you, to participate with you, to follow you by being creative and how you bring them in. Yes, Is that safe to say? Okay. That good. is
4: beautifully put. Yes. Well,
1: thank you very much. I appreciate that. And by the way, Marie, you and I both were wearing flowers when I met you at the summit. I'm aware of that. And that I think so. And and there's a, a delegate who was at the at the hearings a couple of months ago, the government hearings. And she, she's the delegate who is a, uh, she's not a senator, not a representative. I can't remember her name, Stephanie. She's from one of the territories, and she wears a flower on her lapel too. I had to tell you that, Marie. Okay, so let's go to Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, how does creativity enter into what you do? Do you wake up and say, I'm Melissa Gabriel, and I'm a creative person? And by the way, is Gabriel your real last name, or did you get it from you talk about the angel Gabriel? Oh, let's get honest here. Come on, Okay, let's, let's get honest. It's, <laughs> it, is, it is a name that I
3: chose. Um I just noticed I, it. I had gone through a divorce and it wasn't the best of marriages. And I had kept that name. Um, My maiden name is as long and hard to pronounce and where I had already started to be a medium and working with the angels. um, I I thought Melissa Gabriel sounded really good. And when I throw it out there to people, they're like, Oh, I love that. (laughs) So That's how we ended up with it. Um, But I do believe it was Archangel Gabriel that saved me Um, as far as creativity, my day really starts off with waking up thinking, what is Spirit going to bring me today? And it's interesting, just thinking about this show here, that I'm also a hypnotherapist and I do, I specialize in past life regression, total one of my passions, learning about who we used to be as a soul being. Um, and also I used to be a photographer. So I can relate ah. to both both of you very well. And and Red, you're just amazing. You're so full of energy. Um, but spirit does work with me in such creative ways sometimes. And I have so many stories that we can get into later, but it's, it's really, it's amazing um, how creative they can get to get our attention.
1: Melissa, give us a story now. We don't want Tim to have to teach you about okay. not procrastinating. <laughs> i Tim, forgive me. I'm playing off of that one a lot. You're just going to have to go with it. Melissa, give us a story. (laughs) Share a story. Everybody wants to hear it, right? Um, Yes.
3: Some of the strangest things um, pop in my head. Um, So I'm doing this reading with this gentleman once. And, you know, he's kind of nodding. and He's kind of getting that, you know, I have this woman that's coming through. I'm pretty sure she's a sister to you. And she kept saying, say canned peaches. And my logical brain is like, I'm not telling this guy I barely know canned peaches. I'm not saying that. So I'd find something else to talk to him about and keep going. And I kept hearing say canned peaches. And I'm like, canned peaches is so weird. I'm not <laughs> to the point where I finally said, all right, this is so strange and I don't know what it means, but she keeps saying canned peaches and his jaw dropped and his eyes popped open big. And he said, that is a joke between me and my twin, my sister that we've nobody else has ever known about. It was only her and I that know about that. So it was so evidential for him. But I kept thinking, canned peaches, where where are we going with canned peaches? So I've learned to not filter and just say whatever I get.
1: Very interesting. I have to tell you that finding canned peach halves is very difficult today. I have to dig to the back of the shelf because my family came for dinner and I have a special, forgive me, Melissa, a side dish I make with canned peach halves and pear halves and pineapple, sliced pineapple rings and maraschino cherries. And you melt a little butter. I know, forgive me, Tim. I know I like food. A little butter with a little bit of brown sugar and a little bit of curry powder. And you spoon this wow. this over the oh. fruit in a in a my my aunt used to call it a big Pyrex. It's a, a glass bakeable dish. And you put it in the oven for I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, a half hour at 3, 350, and it comes out with the fruit warm and sparkly and the curry sauce over brown sugar is just it goes with any meal and when you say canned peaches Melissa I'm thinking how hard it was for me to find you get peach pieces but peach halves are almost impossible to find you have to buy the store brand I couldn't even find the Del Monte or the Dole so I don't know why I'm telling you this but canned peaches delicious it resonated with <laughs> me did. so yeah. everybody just got a recipe from me so let's go thank you one more story Melissa I'd love to have one more story and then Marie we're going to talk about your creativity go ahead Melissa Sure. Um
3: there was a, another time that um this this gentleman, he was an older gentleman, and his daughter actually set up the reading. And like he was complete skeptic and no expression on his face the whole time I'm talking to him. And I kept asking spirit, okay, I need something, I need something very evidential. And all of a sudden I get this vision of this picture. And so I'm just grabbing, I'm seeing this picture. It's a of this couple i believe it's you and your wife and it is the picture of like the most perfect day behind you there's boats the sun is shining and i want to put this picture on a dresser and he's he's still not reacting and i so i like both the people are smiling i keep wanting to put this picture on a dresser and he didn't respond so i i just kept going And when i was done i looked at him and i said well do you have any questions and he started to cry And he said, you know, Melissa, he goes, I thought all of this was just baloney. I would not have believed anything. He said, but that picture you described, he said, I have no doubt you contacted my wife. He said, that picture is Mm. on my dresser and it's exactly like you described it.
1: Mm. So that that was
4: really cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Melissa, are there a lot of. Disbelievers, do you run into a lot of skeptics? Even this man who was experiencing a reading from you that rang true for him, and he still—I'm not
0: going to let him after.
1: Know. I, it, I think I change a lot of people's minds. Um, I love
3: getting the skeptics, especially when I do get something evidential like that, because I believe it. I believe it helps them to open up to the possibilities of there is more than what we see here and feel, and the messages that come through are also loving and encouraging and creative. And yeah, and sometimes, you know, I have those skeptics that actually validate by denying. I told this woman once, um, you know, I didn't even know her name, never met her before. I said, oh, they're showing me that you have three daughters and the youngest one is the one that's going to take care of you when you get older. And she looked at me, she goes, well, yeah, but everybody knows that. Well, I didn't because I didn't know her.
1: <laughs> so I was
3: like, thank you because you just validated what I said.
1: <laughs> Touche. Very, very good. Thank you very much, Marie. Everybody thinks photography. It is creativity. It's a way of seeing the world through a lens and sharing it with some, with other people. So, Marie, did you wake up one morning and say, I can help people through makeovers. I can help people bring out their that true beauty inside of them, regardless of how they physically see themselves, how they look to the world. I have that creative spirit and passion. Marie, do you call yourself a creative? I call her my creative. Are you... Call yourself a creative, Marie. Talk to me.
2: I really do believe that I am. I think it's God-given. I have, um, I don't know. Let's see if I can make this really short. Do you know the brake lights that are in the back of the car? The third one? I invented that. I told it to GM. And GM said, we'll get back to you. And five years later, every vehicle has it. Am I creative, Red?
1: Uh, I don't doubt that for a second. So did did, did they honor you at least for No, that? no I don't think so.
2: No, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't be sitting here casually talking to you. I'd have somebody else to speak for me.
1: <laughs> no, That's you how creative love. I am. No, you wouldn't love. I always get the original creative on my show. Nobody speaks mm-hmm. for anybody. Interesting. So how did you come up with that idea? Where where how did it come to you? Actually, it was um
2: divine. It was divine. Uh, I saw this lady that looked a certain kind of way. And I said, you know what? I think she would look good in my mom's fur. My mom had recently passed and my sisters kind of dumped it on me. They said, well, you go to more banquets than we do. And so I bring the ladies in and make them look all fancy. And the guys, I do the same thing. I I, I was so creative <laughs> that I took, um, you know, the ask off. I actually took a shawl, turned it backwards, flipped it up, and it was there. So he's in the book. Um, so some of the guys, the other guy was, he was supposed to have on a turtleneck, and it was actually my blouse turned upside and backwards.
1: I love it. Marie, do you happen um, to have the book there? Yes, you have the book there. I see a picture of it. What, can you hold up a couple more uh, inside pages for us, please? Because it's better to have you do it than me. Yeah. Go ahead. Can you guys see this? Yes, we can. A little bit of glare, but go ahead. I see your ring light glare. But go ahead, open the book. It should go away. So pick a couple of your favorites so we can see.
2: She is one of my favorites. This is That's Crystal. Crystal right? But she's not the only favorite. And you you turn to my bestie. This is one. She has an eye problem, but this is her before.
1: Oh my. After. Oh my. Uh, what what is their follow. feedback when they see, they tell us about this lady who's on the cover. Why did you pick her for your cover?
2: Actually, the um, the artist that lay out, the person that lays it, the, the mm-hmm. pictures out, yep. he thought she had the most contagious smile. And I said, little do you know, she designed this apartment that I'm in.
1: Wow. <laughs> Marie, move it over a little bit so we can see the before. There you go. Four so, and- so- Sonetta made it it to the cover. Yeah. Yeah. She was (laughs) shot.
2: My best friend is in the book. Yeah, show us. Marsha. You accidentally showed her. Ah, This is Marsha's mom. She's the one that's 83 and got married uh, last year. That woman
1: is not 83. Yeah. She's 83. Can you see the before and after? Yes, we can. Wow. Yeah. Marie, what was the reaction when you were putting makeup on and adding the scarves or the sweaters or having the hair change, the hairdo? What was their reaction? It was, oh, no, don't do that. It was, it was, are you serious? I look that good. What, what What did they say?
2: There's a certain aura in this room. And when I asked them to sit up, I would rub their back. They didn't know that I was sending out prayers for them.
1: Oh my, Melissa! And
2: if wild. I had told them you're coming in and you're going to be prayed for, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have come, you know. But <laughs> the men and the women, when I asked them to sit up, all of a sudden they saw themselves differently. They act differently, and you could see the before and after. It's just like an angel came in and made them realize that the beauty was within, and they were cast aside. the The families were. Just kind of discarding them.
1: Wow! But and what was the reaction from their families, their friends, their communities after you did the makeover? Did people say, "No, that's not Zanetta. No, that's not Marsha." Right? People-
2: right? <laughs> that's what they were saying. That's not her. That's not her. And they they just made a big ruckus over many of the people inside of here. Um, I just I just think that sometimes when you see yourself over there, they're all different races inside of here. By the way.
1: Yes, I noticed. Beautiful. I she's Salvadorian, you she's and beautiful. when she saw
2: how pretty she was, she's beautiful, stunning. It's Absolutely just that she just start laughing.
1: She laughing so start laughing so hard. Marie, you have a sense of fashion and color and. Form and presentation. You. <laughs> you, you, you have to be. That's why I called you the, a visionary, and it wasn't in your bio. As I said in the beginning, I looked at what you did, and I said, "She's a vision." You, in, you envision people. You see people in a different way. Tim, you probably do the same in your work. You see people past the beliefs that are limiting them. Melissa, you see people past the. Oh, my so and so left me or they passed, they died and and I still want to know if they have any message. You see people through your lens, your clairvoyance, your clairaudience and and all of your clairsentients. I think I got them all right. And yes, you you, you see them through the reflection of what you can each bring to them. I think I have a new definition of creativity. The definition mm, yes. is finding a way to bring Light, inspiration. I'm not going to get spiritual and go into the prayer thing, Maria. Right, right, right. right. But finding a way to show people something different that they might choose for themselves that they weren't aware of. Right. What do you think? Creativity. And that could be said through music, through art, through photography, through inventions, Marie. your invention, through makeovers, through readings, through teachings, right, Tim? Creativity. The art of bringing something to people that was there that they didn't know either it was there or how to find it, how to get it, how to input it, ingest it, if you will, how to take it into their lives and, and do something, let them find it and use it to create what they think they want is a better life. Not what we want for them what they want for themselves. I like that. Oh, I'm just going to run with that one. Before oh, yeah. I get in too much, you like that, Tim?
4: <laughs> Red, that's yes. an awesome definition. I think that um, people live up to the level of awareness that they have. And I loved how you said with creativity that um, it's it's there, they just don't know it or they're not recognizing yeah. it yet. And a miracle is, is a potential that's there that we just aren't tuned into or that we don't recognize yet. And when we recognize it or tune into it, then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is magical. But it was always there. It's always here right now. Miracles aren't outside of us. They're inside of us and all around us. We just have to tune into them. So I, I think that's a perfect definition of creativity.
1: Thank you. And by the way, all of you, I'm considered an early woman in tech. I was recently the kickoff speaker for the Women in Big Data March 8th International Women's Day event, and they invited me because That's somebody awesome. told me I was a programmer analyst. I, I was not radio. I was shy. I didn't think I I don't think I crossed the street till I was eight years old. I was afraid to go. I, I was in school, but I was very very shy and into myself. And uh, Tim, I took a public speaking class. I think was that in your your. Somebody had a about a public speaking class in their book. I Who did. was it? That? Yeah. that was yeah. you, Tim. Yeah. yeah, and I gave a recipe from The Joy of Cooking, and the teacher told me it was copyrighted. I should have given it, but everybody loved my lecture on how to bake bread as per The Joy of Cooking cookbook by the Rombacher sisters. Yes, <laughs> that was interesting. And then I fell in love with speaking, and I, I don't know. Anyway, still very shy. I, I, had to t- I had to take a small tranquilizer to be able to go to school to sit in the back row in college because I was so afraid the teacher would call on me. I got over that years later, as you can tell. But I want to tell you, I was an <laughs> early woman in tech. And I started out, somebody said to me, you're an early woman tech. I said, how do you know? They said, because not too many people remember the days when you were key punching your code and you were a programmer uh. and an analyst. I worked for the state of Oregon and I coded on a COBOL on an a Xerox Sigma 6 CP5 before Honeywell bought Xerox. Before wow. it was Honey Ox, and then I was. We got monitors, monitors where we could actually enter the code, and it was on an IBM 4341 in PL1. You probably have never heard of that language, but I was a crackerjack programmer, and my creativity <laughs> was being told, "We need a report to do X, Y, Z. Here's a blank piece of paper. Go write 2,000 lines and make it happen." And wow. I did that. So Marie, I was cre- creative in a way. It wasn't math. It was just basically a logical mind. But mm-hmm. I love that, and that might have been one of my early ways of of Creating that's all I still have the green bar paper in the COBOL book and I showed these ladies on the conference. I showed them pictures of what a key punch card deck looked like, what green bar yeah. paper looked like, what my code looked like. <laughs> and they said, We've never seen <laughs> like this before. Hello, early woman in tech here. Anyway, that was a, a great honor for me to be included. But I wasn't always, I don't have a degree in journalism. I don't have any studies in speaking. I have a degree in psychology and two degrees in programming and operations. That's it. And I created my brand of talk radio just because one day I decided I could. It was that simple. Actually, a radio station manager met me on somebody's local access TV show in Long Island. And she said, why don't you come out and be a host on my radio station, the oldest AM station on Long Island, New York. And she got me started. And I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And the Chippendale dancers were one of my sponsors. I got them. (laughs) I used to ask the the guys, (laughs) when you get off stage after your stage show and you don't have too much left, I said, who do you call? They said, oh, we call our moms. And we asked them. Hey, Mom, how you doing? I thought that was a little bit interesting. They were on my 101st TV show, too. My series was called Something to Talk About. I had three Chippendale dancers, and I have the pictures to prove it. But let's go on. It's time for – I don't know why I'm reminiscing here. (laughs) National holiday time today, April 26th. I have to tell you all, I didn't tell you in the beginning. Let me go to my my stats here. Yes, it's the 116th day of the Gregorian calendar – And I have to say to everybody, shout out to Greg, Gregory, Gregor, Greg, whatever your mother called you, we like your calendar. There are 249 days left in 2021. Kim, Melissa, and Marie, either you're going to start to brew something in the sink in the garage or in the bathtub, or you're going to reserve something very special for New Year's Eve, libation, whether it's at a liquor store or somebody's backyard, because we're going to have a hell of a blowout that the world came back in 2021. And you all know what I'm talking about. You've got 249 days left. Don't wait till the end. This is the 17th Monday in 2021. 2021, the sign is Taurus, the second astrological Mm -hmm. sign in the modern zodiac. Venus ruled, and the symbol is the bull. No bull. Now let's do some national (laughs) holidays, now that I told you. Okay, keep it clean, Bonnie. Keep it radio red. Here we go. Monday, April 26th is National Audubon Day. The gentleman took all those, Marie, pictures of birds. Yes, yes, yes. It's Help a Horse Day. It's Pretzel Day. Pretzel, pretzel, twist it up. And Richter Scale Day, because the gentleman who who invented the Richter scale for earthquakes was born today. So Tim, are you going to celebrate pretzel day, help a horse day, forget about Richter or national Audubon day? Tim, what's your favorite holiday today? I guess
4: or, I'll do a uh, pretzel day. My birthday's tomorrow. So oh,
1: Tim! <laughs> everybody happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday happy to you. Day. Happy Thank birthday. You. Almost hey. to you. Okay. We've been, you've, you've been <laughs> celebrated on radio red. So Tim, you're going to pick which one now? Pretzel day. Uh, pretzel day. Do you like the warm, warm, soft pretzels with the salt that you dip in mustard?
4: Uh, Yes.
1: (laughs) Have you you been to New York? Have you bought them off of a street cart?
4: I have not. No. uh. I mean, I've been to New York, but I haven't done that. You (laughs) got
1: to know. That's where they are. Let me go. I'm going to pick each of you for a different day. Uh, Melissa, tomorrow, April 27th is Babe Ruth Day. It's National Devil Dog Day. Prime Rib Day. Hmm. I gave up red meat about 40 years ago, so you got to have without me. And tell a story day. So, Melissa Gabriel, what holiday would you like to celebrate tomorrow? You want me to give them again?
3: I, I no, I, I would say tell a story day just because I'm constantly telling stories. However, I'm a huge fan of prime rib too. So, okay. <laughs> can I
1: have two holidays? You, you can. Is that well, you, you can tell a story after <laughs> you finish eating the prime. Do you like it? Rare, medium rare? Well done. What's your favorite? Medium rare. I used to be rare. My mother used to make a hell of a prime rib. Anyway, now Wednesday, this is your holiday day. I've never done this before, but I don't usually have three guests, and I'm happy you're all here. Wednesday, April 28th, Marie, it's National Denim Day. It's National Great Poetry Reading Day. It's National Blueberry Pie Day, and it's National Superhero Day. I forgot my cape. Marie, what are you going to celebrate? Probably blueberry pie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I brought some denim? little pants, some little tiny pants. Little tart. <laughs> are you gonna you gonna wear denim while you're doing that? Mm, yes. And are you gonna read great poetry while you're doing that? I just did today. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> did. <laughs> oh, she's good. good. <laughs> she's good, Marie. You get an award <laughs> for that one, lady. That was good. That was faster than when I could have done that. And okay, that's good. Now let's go around the table for this one. Thursday, April 29th is International Dance Day. Raise your hand if you like when he's holidays. International Dance Day. It's Peace Rose Day. It's Shrimp Scampi Day. <laughs> oh, oh! Yeah. And it's Zipper Day. I have no idea. I think the history of the zipper, I didn't read that. Anybody? So. Melissa, did you pick one of those holidays? You got to dance one. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. Then we get to Friday. Now, this is an interesting one. Friday, April 30th is national. It's the last day of April. (gasps) We're almost at May 1st. Well, I'll tell you what May 1st is in a minute. April 30th, National Honest Day. Mm -hmm. Well, we're all honest. Let's leave it there. Especially Melissa. International Jazz Day. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's Adopt a Shelter Pet Day. It's Arbor Day. It's Bubble Tea Day. And by the way, there is a shortage in the supply chain for the tapioca bubbles for bubble tea since the pandemic. They're having trouble getting in. I read that. I do a lot of business reading, and that was a business read. It's National Bugs Bunny Day. It's Animal Hairball Awareness Day. I really said that. It's Oatmeal Cook Friday's a hell of a hell of a day for holidays. It's Oatmeal Cookie Day and Raisin Day. They didn't say Oatmeal Cookies with raisins. They said Oatmeal Cookie Day and Raisin Day. So, Tim, any of those appeal to you? I'll go around the table on these. Things.
4: There were so many of them, I I have lost track.
1: <laughs> well, as long as you don't do Animal Hairball Awareness Day while you're I'm not doing that one, we'll day. go with the uh, you know the
4: the oatmeal raisin. <laughs> I know I they're think, separate, but we're creative, so we're putting them together.
1: And I think I'll go with International Jazz Day and Bugs Bunny Day. I think that would go. be fun. Marie, what do you like out of that selection? Oatmeal, oatmeal cookie day, love it. Yes, Melissa, what's your Oat's favorite bunny. of the list? Bugs bunny. Bugs bunny. I'll tell bunny, you yeah. what it is. National Bugs Bunny Day commemorates the date this happy-go-lucky bunny made his first appearance in. Anybody know the year? You win something. I don't have a prize, Mm -hmm. but I'll give you something. 1938. Celebrate by binge-watching Looney Tunes, eat carrots like (laughs) Bugs Bunny and share on social media. Mm -hmm. Bugs Bunny's first appearance was in a short film, not on TV or not on a cartoon channel. I don't know what the short film was, but that's my research. Okay, we took care of Friday. Now, Saturday, May 1st. Of course, it's May Day. Anybody dance around the Maypole? Anybody remember that? With Have, yes,
2: yes, as a little kid,
1: yes. Okay, I saw it in books. I don't know if this is for Tim, but I'm just going to take a chance here. Tim, it's National Beer Pong Day. Beer Pong Day.
4: <laughs> 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 I'm changing my plans.
1: <laughs> it's also. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. It's also Free Comic Book Day, and I'll tell you what that means. I didn't even know it existed. It's Kentucky Derby. Oh, horses. Yeah. It's Chocolate Parfait Day. Ooh,
4: what? I, don't oh. know what,
1: yeah, oh. I know An oh, excuse. It's, it's Mother, Mother Goose Day. We got to get out the rhyme oh. books, Marie. It's also <laughs> Scrapbook Day. I know two ladies who have a scrapbook business. They call themselves the Scrappy Sisters. And it's School Principals Day. So if you know any school principals, why would they have School Principals Day on a Saturday? I don't get that. Anyway, <laughs> oh. let me explain. You're all very curious about beer pong. So beer pong was organized at the University of Arizona in Tucson on May 6, 2006, by Mr. Beer Pong, whose real name is Jack Brasselt, and Mrs. Beer Pong, Mary Brasset, Brassite, not brossel Brassite, and their oldest daughter to celebrate the graduation of their younger daughter, Miss Beer Pong. They don't give her first name. The Beer Pong game evolved from a game named Beirut, named after the city, Beirut, using a paddle to hit a ping pong bowl into cups, okay, Boston, Massachusetts is credited with adapting the Beirut game during the 1960s and 70s to be beer pod. They took away the paddle and they just aim the ball at a beer cup. How's that sound, Tim? Did you know all that, Tim?
4: I did not know all that. Are you a so, much more
1: richer person for knowing it? I, I am.
4: I feel, yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's history there. So, you know, I'm kind of honoring history by participating.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going to go to a beer pong contestant, contest. New, year. It's also free comic book day, and I didn't know what this was. It's the first Saturday of May, which happens to be May 1st this year. On a Saturday, it happens to be May 1st. Iconic publishers like DC Comics, Marvel Comics, and Dark Horse Comics and others make comics available for free at 2,300 stores across the United States. Wow. wow. Now, if cool. we still had the Bing ba- Big Bang Theory on TV, they would have to go to what's his name, the guy who, the crazy little guy who owned the comic book store, and they'd have to tell him he'd have to give them free. I'd like to see that <laughs> one. Also, the parfait was either either uh, created, invented, or recognized in 1894 as the most perfect dessert. I think we can argue with that one. I have better desserts. Sunday, May 2nd is international. I'm allowed to say that it's my show. May 2nd- I, I, I've done stand-up comedy. Now I just try to be funny sitting down when I feel like it. Okay, so Sunday, May 2nd. You didn't meet any other hosts like me at the summit, I'm sure. Sunday, May 2nd is inter- International Harry Potter Day. And National uh. Brothers and Sisters Day. We're getting a little more mm-hmm. serious there. And here's one for you, Melissa. I don't know if you know it, but Monday, May 3rd, next Monday, I have to say it because I'll be on the air after the day's almost over, is National Paranormal Day. Yay! Mm. Mm. <laughs> so why don't, you te- why don't you tell us in your own words, Melissa Gabriel... What is a paranormal? Are you a paranormal? Is a paranormal something outside of all of us? What is it? What does it mean? I, I, I think anything paranormal is anything outside of what we
3: consider normal happenings. Um, it's usually something energetic um, that happens, whether it's you know people being haunted or haunted houses. And I've cleansed some haunted houses. So I have stories about that too. <laughs>
1: well, Melissa, do people come to you sometimes and say, there's somebody in the room when I go in the room, but there's nobody there. Is that considered a paranormal? Is that a haunting? Or is that you're, they've asked you to read who that person is. Is that what you do also? Yes. And sometimes if it's, if it's an energy that they don't feel comfortable with, I'll
3: go in and cleanse and, and bless the house and that sort of thing. Um, I, I did one house once where the dog refused to go inside. Like it just, it just would not go in the house. It would just bark and bark and bark. Um, and I went through it I did a cleansing and after the cleansing was done the dog walked in and there was not a problem again Wow so yeah. it's all about the energies and and dogs are super sensitive to energies
1: wow, so I we're see. energy beings
3: so as spirits
1: it's all just it's energy very interesting. I've heard that before but I didn't know it affected dogs as well very very interesting. Oh. We have five minutes left, and what I'd like to do is go around the table and have you each tell me briefly – well, I have a little pop quiz for all of you, but tell me briefly what's next in your creativity schedule and what is the website you want pe- – and then we're not done yet, but what is the website where you want people to go? So keep it really brief. Marie, let me start with you. What is next for you? You told me a little before the show, and I think I know, but it's up to you to say so. And what website do you want people to go to? Marie jean Vierbrand. Brown. She's very French. Go ahead, Marie. Where do, where do you That's want her- people to go?
2: my website is mariejeanvier.com
1: m a r i e j a n v i e r that's french for january marie jeanvier so classy dot .com J-A-N-V-I-A-R. that's it marie ready oh, where do you, oh
2: you wanted to know why oh yes okay so the reason why i don't use my middle name is because i didn't find out my middle name until i was age 15 when i got my my uh, Birth certificate, and they okay. were Jennifer, or J A N Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. All I my life, I life B- until B- I found birth certificate. Yes,
1: John V A. Beautiful, Marie. Quickly, what's next for you? What's your next creative project?
2: My next creative project is um, it's an invention, and you'll all use it. I I swear you'll all use it. And then the other thing is this mm-hmm. book that I'm working on. So, I'm working on another okay. book.
1: Good. You'll surprise us and come back. Melissa Gabriel, website and what's next for you? Uh, my website is angelconnection11.com.
3: Um, and I've got another book coming. I chan- I'm channeling things from spirits and angels. And I think the messages are more of a global message. So, it will still be kind of short story versions, um, but more global messages. To make
1: stories. Okay, good to know and that's Angel A N G E L connection c o n n e c t i o n 11 com. Tim sure what's next Thank for you? you where do you want people to go?
4: Uh you can go to tim Uh that's simple enough. I also for all your listeners, I have a new program called The Power of Your Unconscious Mind. You can get a free copy if you go to powermindsetprogram.com. powermindsetprogram.com. Call now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you like to spell that, please? Power, P O W E R. Mindset, M I N D S E T. What's the next word? Program. P R O G R A M. Not the British one with two M and an E at the end. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. We got that. Marie, Great. I think I misspelled your website. I think I spelled the French Jean Jeanvier, and it's J A N I V A R. Correct? Correct. Okay. Let me tell everybody again. Marie, M A R I E, J A N I V. A R genre. Correct. That's Correct. it. I I real. Correct. I read it and I said, "Oh, that can't be." Okay. Quick question for all of you, real quick. Melissa, you have to leave your house in the next hour. I give you a box, twenty four inches by twenty four by twenty four. What do you put in the box? Three things, not your cell phone and not your keys. Quick. What would you tell us? What would it tell us about you? Quick. Melissa, go. Um, my puppy. My <laughs> probably a book and my glasses. That we see. <laughs> ah, Tim. Sure, what would go in your your box? Twenty four by twenty four by twenty four.
4: Yeah, I think the same thing. <laughs> so my glasses and uh, and my laptop because it goes with me everywhere, and then uh, my phone because it gives me a Wi Fi connection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very, you know, they used to charge for that for the for the uh, the hot, personal hotspot. I think I was paying ten bucks a month, and then one day the charges went away, and now uh, everybody uses that. Marie Brown, what would go in your box? Two feet by two feet by two feet. What would you put? I
2: I actually think a Bible, keep me at peace. And then my phone book, my old-fashioned phone book, just in case the powers are all down. <laughs> and what else? Um, uh, I can't think of the third
1: thing. That's fine. That's fine. I think you're going to bring your flower on your lapel. Oh, definitely. And, I, the, and the tie. You told me you always wear a tie, right? We're <laughs> tied to court. there you go there you go okay so i have first of all everybody say thank you to josh my engineer Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank you Josh. Josh. And everybody say thank you to Nancy and to Diane and Wade. Thank you, Nancy and Diane and Wade. Thank, thank you, Wade. Nancy and, and Wade. <laughs> and, and, and goodbye to Facebook. We're not done yet. Bye-bye, Facebook. Bye bye, Facebook. And now I Facebook. have a couple of closing words. I found these in notes from one of my radio shows from 2014, and I'm using them again. So let me read two, two sets here. We got to go in just about a minute here. Life is short. Break the rules, forgive quickly. Kiss Slowly. Is there any other way to kiss? Love truly, laugh uncontrollably, and never regret anything that made you smile. That's the first set of words of wisdom. And here's my final word. Work like you don't need the money. And even if you do, pretend you're enjoying it because that's when work becomes part of your life and makes it fun. Dance like no one's watching. When I was teaching, believe me, everybody watched. Sing like nobody's listening, and that's why I didn't sing on the show today. And love like you've never been hurt because we all have, so just get over it, right? Tim, Turn here me. we go. Money talks, chocolate sings. La. Last but not least, and I stole this line from another radio host I heard on the air years ago. Thank you for turning me on. Radio Red, <laughs> bye bye. Everybody wave, bye. bye bye.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio, presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to radiored Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.